Hello, what have we here? Welcome to the IDP Nation Podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We're your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from your LB1 Year Taxi Squad. This is IDP Nation. Welcome back. It's approaching week three here in the NFL. And our main man, Hollywood, uh, had some personal matters to attend to tonight. So I, I reached into the Twitterverse and I found us a guest host. So you didn't have to hear me talk for like 45 minutes straight, which nobody wants to do. Uh, <laughs> we, we got Jordan at 50 Shades of Drunk joining us on the program. Jordan, how are you? Good, man. I'm super stoked to be here. We've been on a couple of lives over the summer together. Actually, I think the very first show I ever did yeah. uh, podcast wise was with you. So that was a good time. And I was excited to see your uh, little message this morning. That you need, might need some help. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Hollywood, you know, l- listen up, you know, we're, we're auditioning for your, your seat here. So <laughs> just, just kidding, buddy. I got uh, some big shoes to fill there. I know. Yeah. Uh, prayers and thoughts are with your family at this time. Uh, but yeah. anyway, um, he'll be back next week. I'm sure guns a blazing. You know what it was? His Titans lost and he didn't want to face me this week. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm so, sure that played a part <laughs> that may have played a part. Uh, but week two was certainly interesting. Um, the offensive side of the ball just got decimated. Um, and yeah. the, the defensive side eh, didn't come out too, too bad. I mean, we got some nicks and cuts here, it looks like. But uh, let's get into it here. We got the... Good news, everyone. <laughs> some good news. Not really. I mean, when we're talking in season, rarely is it good news. Uh, Timmy Jernigan probably suffered a broken foot and is probably out for the season, it looks like. Possibly. Um, actually, I'm seeing he's not probably out for the season, but uh, he, along with, I think, half the Eagles roster was injured in last week's game. Yeah, that was uh, that was crazy and how quick it all happened, too. I mean, it was a total meltdown from the jump. Yeah, no, I, I may have dozed off for a little while, and then I woke up and everybody was out. And I'm like, great. So, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I didn't really have a dog in the fight, although the goose eggs from Jeffrey and Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Jackson helped yeah, that pull out hurt. some victories here for me. So. Yeah, I heard a lot of people. A lot of people were starting uh, Deshaun Jackson with a big old smile on their face this last week. They were ready to tear it up, but yeah. there's two sides of Deshaun Jackson, and you probably didn't play on the side you wanted to. Well, that's the, that's the risk you take when you start Deshaun Jackson. You either get yeah. a zero or a boom, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. and... Uh, you know, it sounds as though the Eagles are just going to keep him out for two weeks because they have the Thursday night game um, the following week. So they're probably just going to sit them both and play the long game here, which I think is smart. Uh, Timmy yeah. Jernigan, you know, getting back to him, um, he's probably out six weeks at minimum. Although, I don't know. That, that just doesn't sound – I mean, Malik Jackson went down. He's out for the season. Uh, this front seven is looking a little less stout than it did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. And Fletcher Cox really hasn't shown up that much, from what I can tell, from what I've been watching. Yeah, um, well, now you can triple team him because there's nobody yeah, next to him. Yeah, exactly. So People gotta, are pretty gotta, high on 
that Barnett guy coming into this season, he's, I mean, for IDP purposes, I mean, he's playable, but I don't really know what his upside is. You know what I mean? He, he's got a high ceiling, I think. I think it's just, can he get there? Cause he's, yeah, exactly. Can he get there? His first season was basically an injury lost season. His second season and last season, he kind of was middling. Mm-hmm. And, and you know he broke Reggie White's sack record at Tennessee, so you figure he's got a pedigree. He's got the juice, but yeah, is he gonna ever put it together as an Eagle? I don't know. Yeah, this is gonna be a big um, kind of tell year for the Eagles. I think um, you know, especially with this adversity early, you've got Carson Wentz, is which is what they've always you know we've been saying they've really needed to get there. You know, and. Yeah. They've, they've drafted well. they got some offensive pieces. Let's see if they can actually put it together. Um, it sucks their defense is falling apart, but you saw what that did for Atlanta last year. I mean, it made them just score all the more. So, Yeah, and, yeah, I don't know the Eagles. I know. I, know I, don't, I haven't bought in completely yet either. I just mm, – that season they had where they won was magical, but I just yeah. don't know if they can string something like that together again. Yeah, I'm pretty close to Phillies, so I get to hear all the – chatter so it, it I, I, don't, I don't i'm indifferent when it comes to the eagles i, I don't really care either way that's a great that's a great way to say it just i mean it just annoys me some some of the fan base annoys me so it's it's when they lose it's kind of like well i don't have to hear them run their mouth this week so it's like okay when they win they're the best team in football well that's, yes, all, that's all of us though yeah i i know i mean maybe i'm just a, a pessimist for my team i've become a pessimist i think because last few seasons i have not expected much for the seahawks yeah. um, but well, it looks did. like hassan ridgeway and akeem spence are the guys supposed to fill in for jernigan alongside a cox so uh yeah those aren't names you should ever pick up at all yeah whatsoever definitely looking other places yeah some big uh scare hopefully he can uh we'll, we'll see some practice reports here starting to late today or tomorrow it's wednesday evening here we're taping uh darius leonard's in the concussion protocol uh hopefully he can get a quick turnaround and back because that would be a big hit to a lot of people's squads Mm-hmm. yeah you waste you put a pick used a high draft pick on him and he hasn't really hit yet and then to maybe have him sit out week three that's not what you want yeah the one nice thing is bye weeks have not started, so you could probably still find somebody that's decent to, to play in there. Um, yeah. Especially your leagues, you know, we, we – and on this show, we, we talk big league. Like, we, we talk dynasty. Like, so everybody's basically on a roster that's rosterable um, mm-hmm. most of the time. You know, if you're in a shallow league where you only start two IDPs, it's no problem picking up somebody. It's just do you want to drop an offensive player because you don't want to drop Leonard. Do you want no, to drop an offensive player? You know, I'd wait till Sunday morning to do this, honestly. But uh, if you can, you know, if you have to put a waiver bid in Saturday night, then you should know by then whether or not he's going to go. Yeah. With the, with the concussion protocol, it's pretty cut and dry. You know? Yeah, they'll let us know. Yeah. It won't be like a game time decision type thing. Yeah, because you can either pass the concussion protocol or you can't. It's not like you go out <laughs> pregame and test out your hammy to see if you can go. So. Yeah. Um, Raven Green was a little darling of some of people because uh, he was playing linebacker for the Packers. He is on injured reserve, so he is out. I believe Darnell Savage was in a walking boot after the game. Uh, so they're a little hurting at safety for Green yeah. Bay. Um, that Savage kid, he 
he's I have him in a couple of leagues and he's put up I mean he's been holding his own in my lineup. I've had to play him just because I didn't have very many people at safety. Um I like him. You know, they drafted him high and he seems to I mean he kicked that other guy out. What was his name? J- J- Johnson something? John Josh John- jo- Josh Jones, yeah. Josh Jones, Josh Jones, yeah. So Yeah, the Josh Jones experiment was short lived and failed, <laughs> you know, blaze of yeah. glory. Um <laughs> but but yeah, Raven Green was a guy a lot of people were you know, week one, saw the big game, snatched him up on waivers. Here one week, gone the next. Um, also on injured reserve, Alex Anzalone, uh, which means, and, and if you read my waiver column this week, some of us may have read it, um, I said Kiko Alonso was actually the linebacker. Now, preface this with looking at linebacker, the studs did their jobs, like, in the top scoring guys, like all the studs are there, like pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much waiver linebacker to choose from. The, the injuries really have not struck that much that you have these guys coming from nowhere. Um, yeah. But Alex Anzalone going down means Kiko Alonso is probably going to get some playing time, which. Uh, They're going to be on the field a lot on defense for the next six weeks. Yeah. It's, it's, now Seattle gets first crack at them, so I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, yeah, but... oh, they're gonna tear them up. Oh my gosh! And I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they do start Taysom Hill over Teddy Bridgewater. That stage would crush Teddy Bridgewater, I think. Yeah, he is not ready to go to Seattle and play for the Saints. And well, the last time he played Seattle, I think was that frozen game uh, where Blair Walsh missed an extra point or a field goal or whatever. Oh, I remember that. Mistaken. Yeah, so. Uh, so Teddy, I mean, that, that game was an abomination of football, but, um, yeah, it was rough. Yeah. I don't think they could move. I think that was the thing. They were all frozen to the ground. So they had difficulty moving, but Kiko Alonso, um, many people cut him once he got traded and was a backup relegated to backup. Um, I didn't cut him simply because I didn't have anybody on the wire I wanted in one league. So I was like, ah, I'll just hold on to him and see what happens and here you go opportunity strikes uh so if if you his on waivers he'll get you some tackles he's not the greatest defender but for idp that's not what you care about yeah he's and he's durable you know so yeah for the most play. part um craig robertson might also get some playing time uh, i don't know that either one of those i don't know demario davis is the only guy you want there basically so Stick True. to stick to him and uh, and Cam Jordan and maybe some safeties, but yeah, I think Von Bell gets the biggest bump because of you know just the overall yeah. situation because the defense will probably play more snaps and he might be pulled down into the box and play a little bit more linebacker just because they're thin there now or thinner. Yeah, so. and Seattle's going to run the ball. Um, that's their mo. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they've been looking good throwing too. Yeah, I don't uh, see what I mean. If they threw more, they would just be that much better. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Um, you know they have Russell Wilson and he hands the ball off. I mean, why is he even in the game? <laughs> I don't know. I would have been on I, passing downs. <laughs> the thing about it is, though, like uh, I, I don't know. I, I think if Russell threw the ball fifty times. I don't know. We haven't really seen. It. I mean, he does if when he, he has to it, make comebacks, but I mean, I mean, he gets three and four hundred yard games throwing at you know two dozen times right now. So if he did mm-hmm. throw it fifty, woo, 
he might be something. Yeah. He just might have something up there in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, we'll maybe. see how he pans out. <laughs> we, we paid him enough, so he, he, he yeah. should be pretty good. Um, D Ford still kind of getting off to a slow start here. Um, uh, still having yeah. some issues with his knee. Uh, even though they pounded the Bengals, they really didn't get to Andy Dalton all that much. Um, Nick Bosa got, got there, just didn't finish the job. Mm-hmm. Um, D Ford, not really, uh, you know. Yeah, it's been a tough. It's been a tough, tough start for that whole defensive line. Honestly, I had high, high hopes, and through two weeks, I mean, Buckner and Bosa and Ford have combined for what one sack, I think, maybe two. That's not. That's not how I thought it was going to start out. But I think this could be a big get right week for them, just overall. Yeah, very well could be. Um, they're, They're playing. I forget who they're playing now. They're supposed to blow them out. Yeah, now that you're talking about I can't remember either. Yeah, I'll be bringing it up here shortly. Actually, I have it up. Um, let's see. They are playing the Steelers. So, oh, yeah. Welcome, Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Although they uh, – Seattle didn't really get there that much. No, so. and they had, still have a good offensive line, but he's still Mason Rudolph. I mean, it's his big – this is big time, you know. Yeah, it, it's – See, I'm kind of excited for the Mason Rudolph experiment. So. I am. I mean, I'm just happy. I'm not happy, but it's like we, Big Ben's going to move on eventually. He's been kind of on this teeter totter thing for a while now. Like, let's see. We know. We knew what Josh Dobbs was, and we knew what Landry was. We saw Ben take enough hits and miss enough games to know that they weren't it. Yeah. Um, Rudolph might be it, though. I mean, who knows? He seems like a pretty composed guy, and everything I've kind of heard about him is positive. Yeah, we got a security blanket too. Yeah, and he's James. got the weapons to be, you know, successful. I mean, we've seen probably worse guys be successful, so. Yeah, Blake Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> Almost took his team to a Super Bowl. Oh, uh, I remember that. That was a magic. Well, the year before that, he was crazy for IDP. I remember he had 35 touchdowns. Tom Brady had 35 touchdowns. And, like, that was the Cam Newton MVP year. I think he had 36. And I just remember being like, this guy's the next thing. Yeah, I think everybody was. He was drafted very high in some super flex and two quarterback leagues. He was great for a while there. He finished that season, like, quarterback three or four, I remember. I had him and Cam Newton and Big Ben on the the team. (laughs) that It was my first year playing fantasy. It was only, like, four or five years ago. And – I just remember being like, I have these two great quarterbacks. And everyone was like, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't have no idea. <laughs> you, you bortled your way there. As, as, yeah, literally. <laughs> as the ESPN guys uh, coined the phrase bordling to mm-hmm. mediocrity, basically. So, Yeah, well, he'll be a great backup for uh, Jared Goff, that's for sure. I still have him every – I'm not dropping him. Like, Oh, yeah, I wouldn't drop him. The way Jared Goff is playing right now, I mean yeah. – who knows what's going to happen there? And we've just we've seen it. I mean, it's one injury, and your whole season's done. So, well, we've seen it because I have seen hundreds and hundreds of fab dollars spent on guys like Kyle Allen and Trevor Simeon, and now Luke Falk, and like these super flex leagues. It's like it's insanity. You got to spend, or you don't have a quarterback that week. And yeah. I've had to spend a ridiculous. I spent eighty six dollars in SFB on Teddy Bridgewater because I had Drew Brees. Woo! So I, I just well, I had the bid in for Rudolph and lost that. So I you had to get something. I need. I mean, I have Mariota who was questionable. So when I yeah. filled it you out, when I put the bid Mariota. in last night, I was like, well, I got Mariota who's kind of shaky for Thursday night. I got um, 
Kirk Cousins has been god awful. Uh, so, my team looked really good in August until they started playing in September. Didn't, but, didn't they all, man? Uh, yeah, they all did. Yes, they yeah, all. Yeah, the good old days. Yeah, the off season when everybody's right. Yeah, a few more injury notes here. Jordan Jenkins uh, probably out for uh, a while. Actually, he exited early. Um, he's questionable for this week. Xavier Rhodes is out for four to six weeks. It looks like uh, Darian Thompson will probably be the Woods role, and Donovan Wilson will be his backup. So, yeah. That's not a situation that's very good. Maybe they should have tried to trade for Minka Fitzpatrick like the Steelers did after Sean Davis was put on injured reserve. Oh, ooh, I didn't realize Sean Davis had put on injured reserve. Yeah, that, oh. that's what precipitated the move to get Fitzpatrick, which, mm. uh, you know, we didn't really go crazy here. That's probably a big story here. Uh, yeah, Minka I was going to say, that's worth Steelers. talking about. He's a very polarizing uh, individual in the IDP community. Um, and yeah. in the real football community, it seems like I like him. Um, he's yeah, got I didn't... talent. I'm not sure where he fits in IDP. Is <sighs> the issue. I wish if the... he's listed as a corner playing safety, then I like him. But as a safety, I don't see the upside for him. Uh, I have him in, at, in a couple of leagues, and I like him. I mean, he's so far he's been productive. I mean, he's put up nine or eight or nine. Uh, tackles a week he uh this last week he played 94 percent of snaps and he had a forced fumble and six tackles i know the week before they had him on like 70 or 60 something percent of snaps but he still managed to get a pretty decent number of tackles i mean i like him a lot um i think i think he'll do good with that steelers rebuilding offense i mean with devin bush with him and with terrell edmonds i mean those are three first round defensive players young guys you know um there i just hope they don't give up a top five pick for that because if the Steelers if Rudolph isn't the real deal it could be a top 10 easy pick for the yeah. Dolphins which this is what true. the Dolphins are banking on they probably looked around and saw hey which team is more likely to lose so we can get a better pick and quarterback market own. though it, it it shifts you know every year we get these movements so they might um they might just end up with somebody half decent maybe Jameis is available and they say you know screw it let's do this Either way, they're, they're going to need talent because they've traded away most of their talent or that they've yeah. acquired in the past few years. Um, but, yeah, that, that's we'll, – we'll see how it pans out, how Pittsburgh uses him. Uh, I'm not starting him this week. No, I'm not starting him this week. I know Mike Tomlin said he was going to play, but, I mean, what does that mean? Five it's snaps, be... ten snaps. Or, I mean, who knows? Tomlin's insane. He might go out there and play 100% <laughs> of snaps. I mean, I it's have a... no clue. It depends on how well he gets scheme, I guess. Really, I mean, yeah. that's that's what it comes down to. I think is does he is he able to follow the scheme? Are they going to just have him play center field and say do your thing? Like they yeah. could literally just say you're, you're just going to play center field because he's going to play free safety apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, let Edmonds creep in the box and you just read the quarterback and take care of business. Don't give up any big plays, a la yeah. Marquise Goodwin yeah. or Marquise Brown. Yeah. Uh, so Quinn and Williams, uh, he, he's off to a slow start. Um, yeah, for the Jets, he did not Isn't play the hurt? other night. Uh, yeah, he's he's played twenty three snaps so far. Um, Yikes! So he did not play at all on Monday night. So they're hoping to have him back this week, but it is day to day, 
And the Seahawks' Puna Ford is expected to play on Sunday. He expects to play. Whether or not the team expects him to play is another story. Yeah, to be seen. Um, he was the big uh, replacement for Jerron Reed when he got suspended. So mm-hmm. it's kind of important to have him. Although I think, you know, it's probably more important to contain Kamara. But I don't know. Then worry about Latavius Murray. Uh, it's going to be uh, an interesting game this week. Yeah. And I've, you know, um, Clowney has only been playing like 60-ish percent of snaps. I wonder if he's going to get a jump this week or not. Seattle's a heavy rotation team. So I, I one of the guys should be, in, I mean, I call it the Michael Bennett role because that's kind of the guy that's been there for years. Um, but mm-hmm. um, getting that like 80 to 90% snap share is normally one of the ends. Normally the end that plays on the other side. So I think maybe because Clowney plays on the right side a lot of times that they're giving him that role, which is more of a rotation role, where they'll Mm. probably have a a run stuffer in on first down or second down, and then Clowney will come in on third or second and third. Mm. Normally run run downs, they'll have somebody like Quinton Jefferson there. Yeah, well, that's definitely going to cap his upside for idp then i did not i didn't realize uh, that but yes and no i mean i think he's the kind of player that you get one sack and you, you he's gonna day. get close to the ball yeah yeah and true i think yeah he just got traded there so you know he, he's got to get used to everything mm-hmm. you know even if even if your job is go kill the quarterback you still have to learn a scheme learn how, learn how to do it under pete carroll yeah learn you know in spite of Pete Carroll, sometimes the players do play in spite of Pete Carroll. Although Pete celebrated his what 68th birthday on Sunday with a victory, his hundredth victory. He's a he's so. a good. I mean, he's an all around all right guy, I suppose. I, I like Pete. I don't know. It was the fallout there was so fast and so intense and so like with USC passive passive aggressive. No, I'm talking about just with the Seattle locker room. Oh after yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like. You know, if that bomb was really what it was presented to be, it shouldn't have been like that, you know. I mean, guys were like, get me the F out of here. Yeah. Man, Chancellor, you know, retires. Sherman's like, see you later. I mean, I'm surprised Bobby Wagner stuck around. I'm surprised they paid him. I was fully expecting him to walk. I was I was, I was, was optimistic that they signed him. Um, After but, they've let everybody else go, I, was, I wasn't I was optimistic, I'll, I'll be honest. Well, but I'm glad they did because he's the kind of guy you want to be your franchi- a franchise player. And again, as much as I love the the Legion of Boom and, and that team, uh, Chancellor could not return. His neck was messed up. Uh, Earl Thomas and Bobby Wagner, I think, you know, and, and I don't know anything inside the locker room. It seemed like the two of them were fighting for control of the locker room defensively mm-hmm. as leaders. And, you know, they both wanted to get paid, and I understand that, and it's a business. Yeah, um, Sherman lost a step, and they didn't want to pay him. And they, I think they made the right decision there, even though I, I love Richard Sherman and sad to yeah. see him on the Niners. But last okay. year, he didn't have a single – I mean, he had a pick six in game one this year, of course. And he didn't have a pick all last season. He didn't have a yeah. pick all last season. He was getting burned he badly showed, all He showed you. Season. I'm going to show you guys. Yeah. Watch this. 
<laughs> he got a pick six this year. I was happy. I was for happy him. for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm at that point now. I mean, I'm I'm from or from around St. Louis, so I mean, I grew up a Rams fan, so we've always like you know the Seahawks suck, blah blah blah. Yeah, but, I, mean, I feel I, the same I, way. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I have respect for for the team, you know, just because we yeah. play them a lot, and you know, you see those guys, and you've seen some of the battles we've been through with them, and I really yeah. like. I mean, honestly, I our division's kind of underrated. Honestly, I think I have um, three. Two and O teams right now. Yeah, I mean the Cardinals are you know they're okay ish. They're working yeah. on things. They're working on being better. The Forty ers I mean, like we're all up. They all have up and coming teams. And like it's funny to think that like Seattle a few years ago was kind of an up and comer, but they're probably the most established team now in the division. Really as far as I still think it's the Rams division for now. Um, I don't know, man. I. I think are... I think they're still shook from the Super Bowl. I mean, they should they barely won in Carolina a game they should have just blown the doors yeah, off of them. But and if, uh, if you look they, at the Rams, they're trying to preserve. They're in yeah. full preservation mode. They yeah. saw and what they, happened they, last year. They came out of the gates flying, and, and they the ran out of gas. Floor. They ran out yeah. of gas around week like you know what, the, the Bears game. Yeah, well, the Bears game was just, I mean, they just got destroyed. I mean, yeah. that was disheartening for anybody to watch. And then from then on, it, it, there was a little bit of, you could see a little bit of the armor. I mean, it still yeah. made the Super Bowl, Jinx. but, you yeah. know, I think if Gurley was at full strength in the Super Bowl, it would be a different No, story. they would have won that Super Bowl if Brandon Cooks would have caught one of those oh, three yeah. touchdown passes that came to him that he did not catch. <sighs> That's how they would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I traded Brandon Cooks in a league today, and it felt so good. <laughs> well, I, I said before, I said uh, I said we had Stepmom Lauren on a couple weeks ago, and I said I was actually rooting for the Rams for the one time in my life. Mm-hmm. So, that would have been such a good full circle game for the Rams to win too. After you know they lost this, I mean it was, it's still Brady's. You know, just all it does is add another infinity stone to Tom Brady's life. But it would have been a really cool story if they won. <laughs> I'm tired of the Patriots. Get the Patriots out of here. Oh, but anyway, finish yeah, up the news notes. <laughs> yeah, finish up that. That was one of the uh, complaints somebody had about us. We don't. We have too much fun on the show. Mm, well, that was their complaint. So sorry. I'll, I'll take that any day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but not enough IDP talk. Yes, we, we've been talking IDP for all. Um, but Ngakwe is back in practice. I think you may mention yeah. that beforehand or. or Full practice. Yeah. Hopefully, he plays Thursday. Yeah, that'd be when definitely do, big. When news. do the Titans get Taylor Lewan back? Yeah, week five. I think he's okay. got a four games. He's still out for a little bit. So yeah, he is not back. So, well, I'm told I'm really cooling on the Jets' defensive line. I put out my defensive lineman rankings today on Twitter, um, and. I had somebody ask me about Calais Campbell, who I've had in my top twenty-four, and I had him all the way up in like my top five last week, and I'm just starting to. I don't know. They're just not what I envisioned them being. And with the talent they have, it's kind of like we were saying about the 49ers line. It's like, I'm kind of like, if something doesn't happen this week, something's got to give, you know? I mean, somebody's got to have a big game with all that talent um, and being on the field as much as they are, too. It's just like, can you not just break through the line? I mean, they played Houston the last week, right? Yeah. And, and it's like, that's like Houston. the worst defensive line. And Tunstall. That's where the Jacksonville moniker came from. Was a game that yeah. against them, and you can't get you can't get to the quarterback. And I mean, Deshaun Watson loves running around with the ball in his hand way too long. Like that yeah. was a slow pitch, and they missed it. So I I cooled. They aren't that. Neither of them made my top twenty four this week. 
Yeah, and and Gakwe didn't play in that game, but yeah. still, Allen. You know, a lot of people tabbed Josh Allen to have his breakout game, mm-hmm. and you know, I just we'll they don't, see. It's still they early, don't, but yeah, they don't have the mystique they used to have. Like they still kind of have that mystique in people's minds, but it's just not there anymore. Well, like, it's kind of like the Legion of Boom. It's like, you know, the boys aren't back in town anymore. Telvin Smith, okay. he's not there. We don't really know That's why. True. Telvin Smith. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had he, he, his post had something to do with he had some personal things in his life yeah, he had but, to attend to. And... Does that take nine months to do? You know? And Jalen Ramsey, like, he's going to be gone this time next week. He won't be there. Yeah. You know? Um, well, two firsts, apparently, the asking price for Jalen Ramsey. They won't get that, but they'll get rid of him. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Miles Jack with his week one hissy fit. Like, that was ridiculous. And it's like, dude, you just got paid to, like, you know, not do stuff like that. Yeah, and... I'm pretty sure Doug Marone's going to probably be the one of the first coaches fired. <sighs> he needs to be. He does. And it really, I'm honestly, if I'm, if I'm, ma- I mean, if I'm management and I really like want to pay Jalen Ramsey, I'm just firing Maroon today and saying stay and we'll hire somebody. Yeah. That's... And we'll get, we'll figure this out because they used to be formidable. And, yeah. and like you said, it's just something's not right they there. They didn't really oh. lose too many pieces. No, and they, you know, I mean, Telvin Smith is a huge piece. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But, I mean, Bouye hasn't played much. Mm-hmm. He's on the injury report again this week. So, I don't know. Yeah. They, uh, for IDP purposes, their safeties, though, were fire. Ronnie Harrison's playing 100% snaps, and Gerard Wilson's playing 100% of snaps. They had big weeks last week. Um, Ronnie Harrison had eight tackles and a sack, and Wilson had eight tackles, two tackles for a loss, and a pass defended. I mean, they were balling out. Yeah, Ronnie Harrison is is one of my favorites uh, as young and, I guess, up-and-coming safeties. Yeah, you have him in one of those IDP leagues that we're in together that we did over yeah. the summer, I know, because I remember you drafting him, and I remember being like, ugh, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Um, so that'll about do for the news and notes. We have a sponsor that we have to hear from. Not that we don't have to hear from them, but you know we, we're we happy to, to hear from them. We're excited to present to you. There you go. That's just bad speaking on my part. I've been talking all day. So <laughs> hey, the best fantasyfootballleagues.com. Yes, you can still draft. Um, it's they have weekly games as well as season long. I'm pretty sure the season long are probably wrapped up by now. Uh, but check out this word from bestfantasyfootball.com. Bestfantasyfootballleague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com The best fantasy football leagues on the net. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com Go check them out. And tell them we sent you. Help us out here. Um, But yeah, if... I mean... My DFS week this week was god-awful. I don't play DFS. All I do is lose money and get frustrated. Yeah, I've tried. I, week one was actually really good for me. Um, I, I won a 
few bucks. So I was, I was trying to get a week two. So, I mean, basically week one, I got my money to play with for the rest of the year, pretty much. Cause nice. I, I'm pretty cheap. I, you know, getting like a $5 contest here. Yeah. And from what I've listened to in the community, the guys that play DFS, I mean, these guys are building portfolios of lineups. Like they're with not playing like me. With yeah. Hundreds have, of thousands well, of dollars invested. Yeah, week, and it's basically. like, well, I've got, you know, 15% of my portfolios in this guy and then this lineup and then 25% in this lineup. And I'm like, how many of those lineups? Well, i got 50 of this one and 40 of that one. I'm like, yeah. okay. That's it's really I'm, how you have to do it if I know, you want and to make money at it. If you exactly if you want to do it right, you can't you have to play it like you do like stocks, you know. I mean you can't yeah. just take a loss and be like, Okay, I'm out. You have to go back to work and, you know, learn and you know, it's a craft. And I have a yeah. lot of respect for those guys, but you know, when I make a DFS lineup, I'm like listening to like a DraftKings podcast and then like finding out what the ownership percentage is and then setting three lineups and they're each worth about ten dollars. And yeah, then that's about what I do. I'll lose two of them. And then that's I, not what I do, and, and I just think of it as an extra fantasy team with yeah. mo- immediate money on the line. Like I do like to do it on weeks whenever I feel like I'm going to lose some of my matchups, where like I'm projected to lose. I'm like, I got to get some juice in here this week, so yeah, I like to build a fun new lineup. Yeah, it's fun to kind of see what you can get and what <clears throat> value guys you can throw in there. Like actually, Monday night I I did one of the showdown things, and let I've for some stupid reason, I put Jarvis Landry in there instead of Beckham, or else I would have probably won. Because uh, I, I think I was like you know a few points shy. But uh, we were talking, uh, Daryl and I, with Elliot Christ of the Quant Edge about uh, IDP DFS. Yeah, I listened to that episode over the summer when I was yeah. mowing. I listen to your show a lot when I mow. <laughs> you know, I, I I listen to podcasts while I'm mowing the grass too. Um, it's, it's it's something to. Yeah. Instead of sitting, yeah. You can do two things at once, be productive multiple ways. Exactly. And, you know, we talked about how we don't understand why they don't bring that back. And I think it has to do with they're scared to lose money, the the companies. Although, I mean, I guess you don't really. I I bet if the demand goes up, it will come back. And I think IDP is growing enough that in three to five years, the demand will be there. Um, and guys like you and I might have a little bit of an edge, but I think the one thing I've noticed with, with IDP that makes it so much different than the offensive side of the ball is the the yardage variable. Like you get points per incident, not yeah. for how big the incident was or whatever. So it makes it a lot. There's a lot less variance. You know, I mean, everybody kind of clusters into certain areas, and like you said, it's a little bit harder to put a value on that and build your lineups with like, you know these set amounts of money. So. Yeah. It's going to take some sophisticated algorithms on their end on the DFS side to kind of figure out how they can hedge and figure out how it works for them. But I could see it, you know, you know, we're degenerate junkies. I mean, if they did it, we'd play it, you know. <laughs> and you know yeah. what? Everyone else that plays DFS would too because it's just one more way you could get yeah. an edge, you know, if you get into that side of it and you have a better understanding. Absolutely. Yeah, and in that episode, we, we kind of learned that really the guys that study this stuff, they do study defense. They just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Like they, they do study things like cornerbacks, especially. I mean, we, we don't spend a lot of time on corners. I don't, at least. I Daryl does. He loves corners for some strange reason. But, um, but yeah, it's just they're very scary. familiar with like you know the corners that shut guys down or the corners that travel or the well, corners yeah, that inside and or outside. And those yeah. are just the guys we don't want. Yeah, <laughs> so, and those are the guys we probably spend the least amount of time, you know, yeah. paying. 
And that's one of the things that I think IDP is trying to figure out how to reward those top, like, corners. Like Patrick Peterson. How do you reward him for being an elite corner like an elite wide receiver? And Mm. I almost think you have to use, like, the... Uh, not FF, uh, PFF, like kind of grading. research and grading in order to incorporate those elite corners into IDP almost. Because yeah. You could do it even maybe like how they do defense in like your standard league where they just start with like X number of points. And, and like if they points. allow a touchdown, mm-hmm. you know, or they allow too many catches – they lose points, you know, so maybe you start with 20. And if you allow like six catches and a touchdown, you get a six point day. But zero. if you allow no <laughs> catches, you allow no catches at all, you know, instead of counting tackles and stuff like that, like if you allow no catches and you get thrown out like six times, you get like 26 points or something. No, that that's, might a, be a, that's, that's a thought, definitely. We, we should uh, pitch these, that. These somebody. are solvable, solvable problems that just take. They you know, are. Yeah. That, I mean, that is really. I don't think I've ever thought about it that way, about having it like a DST. Like you start with 15 and you kind of go down. Yeah, start with 20 and you can go up or down, you know. So you can run it like PPR. You allow a catch that's minus a point. Yeah, exactly. You allow, you know. You the tough part is plus what? a point, plus two yeah. points, interceptions, you know. Yeah. This, could, this, could, this could work. We just it say, you know. It could work with some, some tinkering. Definitely. We need to get this information into the right people's hands. <laughs> there you go. Well, everybody listens to the IDP Nation podcast, so. Yeah, it's they'll be aware. We're, our, my phone's actually already blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Somebody's... Well, we'll get into taking a look at week two. Uh, we we will take a look back here um, at points, uh, looking at the top 12 at each position. Uh, we're going to stick with that. Again, we can't think of anything better to do, so. <laughs> until then, until me and Daryl figure out something better than just running down numbers uh, and, and people, um, it, it was a really – it's an abomination at defensive tackle this week, I'll tell you that. Um, there's some yeah. some big names in here, but most of them are just – I don't know. Like, Danico Autry led the way. Uh, he was your number one D-tackle. Linval Joseph, I mean, he's not a no-name guy. He had He was second. Adam Butler from the Patriots. Uh, don't trust the hoodie. I don't. I wouldn't start him next week. But yeah, um, the one familiar name that well, one of the familiar names, Chris Jones, obviously uh, woke up. Yeah, in a nice game. Uh, Grady Jarrett, Mister. I play every snap on Atlanta's defensive line. Another nice game. He's been pretty solid. Um, he's not normally a guy I target in IDP, but he's been pretty solid so far this year. Yeah. Well, the sacks have definitely helped with the baseline of tackles. Yeah. Since Beasley and McKinney Beasley and Pat can't, can't do anything. So I guess Jared's got to do it. I believe that Vic Beasley, at one point in time, led the league in sacks. Like, it's, all, it's literally one of the most unbelievable stats in football. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I forgot yeah. about that season because – I just look at him now like he oh, could be he, on a waiver wire easily. Like Oh, he is on most waiver wires, and if he's not, you need to drop him. Yeah. <laughs> Stop holding him. Yeah, I still have to start him in some leagues. Cause wow. Oh, that, I mean, we go that deep. It's 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 ridiculous. But It's just any warm body. Pretty much. Anybody that plays a down, pretty much. <laughs> um, Jonathan Hankins was my waiver wire ad of the week. Uh, 
50. You know, he had a nice, nice game uh, for Oakland. I think he's getting snaps. He's out there. Um, That's what you want. Yeah, and, and he's been a solid IDP contributor in the past, and I think they don't really – I mean, I guess they have – a couple guys there, PJ or BJ Hill. I can't remember which Hill they have. And then yeah, this Dexter kid is supposed to be good too. Yeah, supposedly. and they have Maurice Hurst. So I'm, I just he's doing okay, and somebody that is is pretty well known around. Um, Corey Peters from Arizona was next, and then DJ Reader from Houston. Don Terry Poe, I think, may be one of those guys that you could add. He's available everywhere, probably, because he was good about, like, five years ago. And uh, now he's resurfaced with Carolina. Sean Robinson had a nice back-to-back game. At least somebody is, because Snacks is uh, apparently, I don't know, not eating. Yeah, what's up with that? I Everybody was, over the offseason, he was a big, uh, big name to talk about in idp as a you know yeah. a defensive lineman that you could start every week and he won't get you the big plays but he'll always get you the tackles and that's not coming to fruition yeah and with with him i would hold give it another i mean that's funny actually i got a big i was in a asked a question on twitter today about um trey flowers too on that defensive line you know somebody asked is it yeah. time to you know in a kind of a shallower league should i just drop him um, I, shallow league, sure, if you have somebody else better. The issue with defensive end, and, and I kind of made a comment on Twitter, it's boom-bust for everybody. Unless you're Danielle Hunter or Miles Garrett or I mean, even Harper. J.J. Watt showed you that he's an elite, he's an elite oh. talent and goose egg week no, one. No. It is definitely boom or bust. You're looking for that baseline of tackles, and yeah. that's kind of what you were told you would get with you know snacks and what yeah. we've come to expect but things change you know and that's one i have a little a little notebook of little things i write down for fantasy football and one of the things at the very top of the list is things change and that's like true. you can't sit there and look at your team and i take advantage of that week one in all my leagues people who hit up and down their roster all their starters and their whole bench i attack because that person thinks that their team is locked and loaded for the next week and they think that every week they're going to start any of these guys. And when they feel like that, then they go shopping. And then that's when you can come in and be like, hey, you know, I want this and I'll give you this and don't even worry because you have that. And then they're like, yeah, he's totally right. And then, you know, Deshaun Jackson is hurt and, you know, Big Ben is gone. And suddenly that team that week one looked really, really good. You know, they're wishing they hadn't made that trade with you the upside trade because well my team's ready you know so i play that in fantasy a lot yeah the time to do it too this week and next week i went hard after a couple of guys in trades today just because i knew this is the time when people like oh i'm gonna sell high next week next week if they get another third week out of some of these guys that are doing good they're not gonna come off of them so you have to get you have to you know attack now and I'm trying to get Mike Evans uh, in a couple leagues. People at NT, I'm you know, like I said, I I'm like I play that way. So people have been trying to get Mike Evans for me too. If someone tried to send me DJ Moore, and I was like, get out of here! Like, come on, look at targets. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Mike Evans is Mike Evans. Do you not like 
people need to just chill out. I'm like, if you've had him these two weeks and you trade him for a low value, I tweeted this the other day, you have to be okay with whenever these were his worst two weeks of the season. Yeah. I didn't have a Travis Kelsey last year. He went out, oh, Mahomes only gave him one. He only had one catch, you know, and I bought week one. Like I said, I just, I just I swooped and I was like, I'll pay fair market price for Travis Kelsey, even though he's going to suck this year because Patrick Mahomes won't throw to him. And then boom, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing about Mahomes is I don't think he cares who's catching the ball. He, no, he he plays his offense like I could put up 150 yards with him as my quarterback. I'm so confident in that right now. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. He's so he's he's so different. Like yeah, I think we were talking about that the other day. <laughs> he's a, and it's like he's so he's bad for IDP too because I mean he the the drive lasts three plays and yeah. he, they've scored and you're gone. You know, that's kind of why those the Jags kind of suffered week one, I think, because, I mean, they were just off the field. I mean, he was they were just getting burnt, you know, 20 yard play here, 30 yard play there on, you know, first set of downs. Yeah. I mean, who you get one tackle and it's Jalen Ramsey and, you know, yeah. there's a touchdown scored and Miles Jack does nothing. Well, he was already on, but Calais Campbell does nothing. I mean, nobody can do anything. Yeah. So getting back, Sean Robinson was 10th. Uh, it's promising for him because he is a talent, and he kind of gets overshadowed sometimes by some of his line mates. Um, mm. He's a guy that's probably owned in a lot of areas uh, in Dynasty just because he's been on our radar for so long. People don't like to give up on guys like that. Yeah, uh, Grover Stewart, not Grover. Uh, it's not Super Grover. Uh Eleventh, and then uh, Sheldon Richardson turned in another nice game at twelve. Um, so yeah, a lot of these guys. No DeForest Buckner, no Aaron Donald here, no no Deron Fletcher Cox, no Deron Payne. None of the rookies showed up here. Uh, I drafted it's both been, of the big name rookies this year in a league. And Oliver, and- yeah, it's it's kind of been slow starting and again i'm waiting for the breakout for some of these guys uh patiently waiting i guess is the way to put it um so do now yeah moving on to defensive ends uh a lot of the big names did produce a lot of them produced for back-to-back weeks uh the top guys definitely did danielle hunter had an even better week this week obviously he's a stud uh, he and Miles Garrett. Uh, Miles Garrett had another stubbly week and uh, broke a guy's ankle. You don't get bonus points for that, but um, yeah. But yeah, that was pretty vicious. Those two uh, could be like the the next five years at the top of defensive end because if you think about the past couple years, you know JJ Watt and you know Aaron Donald, depending on where he's slotted, and Khalil Mack, depending on where he's slotted. Um, and I think Cam Jordan was a guy. I mean, he's still up there. He's kind of maybe you – know, he's got a four-year deal, I think, or five-year deal. So he, he's got a little while. Yeah. Um, he had another big week. He was number three. Um, you, you can see Garrett and Hunter every week doing something. Yeah, I don't – they're going to be top – they're going to be top five plays all season long yeah. as long as they're not hurt. And I don't – and, you know, they're – they play heavy snaps and they're just so good that they're going to show up in your – they're probably going to show up in the top 12 more often than not. They're so good I almost put them in a tier of their own, just the two of them. And yeah. I have Garrett slightly ahead of Hunter. I think you got to put Bosa in that conversation too just because he yeah. – he, 
you know, injuries aside, I mean, he's a heavy tackle producer at defensive end, which is kind of what makes Daniel Hunter so elite because, I mean, the sacks yeah. will come, um, but to actually have a guy that tackles too and makes effort on those kinds of tackles, um, those are young, hungry guys, and all three of those guys do that for you. So, mm-hmm. The one thing about Bosa, and here's Daryl speaking here, the one thing about Bosa is he gets hurt a lot. So yeah. that was Daryl speaking. He, I don't he think wanted me to say that, that so. on this show before. I don't no. I think that's the first time. Yes. <laughs> the one week I, I got a Joey Bosa jersey from when I was out in LA. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, the the powder blue. Well the new powder blue, not the bad nice. old powder blue, but I wore it just to irritate him because I know he hates Mr. Bosa. Both the Bosas. He hates all the Bosas. Just a I hater. said me and the Bosas are gonna roll up on you one day and we're well, talking to. It's hard it's, to find a Tennessee Titans fan that's not grumpy. That's true. <laughs> He's stuck in traffic, so uh, <laughs> we, we probably won't hear from him today. Uh, number four is Stefan Tuitt, and here's where some of the the muck comes into play, where these guys are guys you don't want to buy necessarily. Stefan Tuitt is a solid defensive end. He's a guy that if you're on a bye week and you had a couple injuries, you need a, st- uh, a guy to fill in. He's a 3-4 interior lineman, which in mm-hmm. some leagues is considered defensive tackle. Uh, but he's a D-end here on MFL, and he put up a nice week. Like I said, he's solid. He can give you some zeros, though. So it's not he's not yeah. a guy I'm starting every week. Uh, some guy named Ronald Blair is back on our radar again. He like pops up once or twice a year. Is Seems he in like San for Francisco? the past three years. He is a 49er, yes. Okay. He popped up a few weeks last year and then went back to obscurity and now he's back popping up again. Probably with D Ford with his knee issues. Um I don't he know might. the snap counts he had, but he had a nice day. Uh, then you have Melvin up. Ingram. So last week Joey Bosa had the nice week. This week Melvin Ingram uh, had a nice week. You have uh, Daquan Jones from Tennessee, another interior three-four lineman. Um, the one interesting one, and I, I recommended him as a waiver ad, but I'm not sold on him necessarily. Uh, Al Kadeen Muhammad from Indianapolis. As long as Sheard is out, and as long as uh, Ture is a little banged up. Play him. When they come back, his snap count's going to go down. But he has been very good in, in his limited time mm-hmm. with the Colts. So he's definitely yeah. a guy, if you need somebody this week, put him in as long as Sheard's out. Yeah, I think when Sheard comes awesome. back, yeah, I think when Sheard comes back and Ture is back healthy, he'll be kind of the rotation piece that's not on the field a whole lot. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. I um I have that rookie defensive end Banigu or Banigu. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me a zero in a league this week. That was kind of sad. Yeah, I think Muhammad has come out of nowhere to kind of take the snaps. I would have predicted Banigu to or Banogo, whatever, um, to be the guy if Sheard was out because they really like him. They took yeah. him pretty early and they he got a lot of hype in camp and they yeah. played him. They played him a good bit week one. Yeah, Muhammad kind of outproduced them, I think, in week one, and they kind of stuck with that. Um, Derek Wolf was number nine. Again, another interior. A lot of interior defensive ends on this list for this week. 
Uh, Benson Maioa followed up his nice week one with a nice week two for the Raiders. He's a guy you can play, definitely. I mean, Claylin Farrell, I think, is going to be on the field a ton. Um, and Maioa will be out there. He's a vet. He's been around a long time. Uh, he was a former Seahawk, former uh, former a lot of things, former Cardinal. He might have yeah. seen some time with uh, Kansas City maybe even. I don't know. He's been all over the place. Um, Brandon Jackson from Seattle. He was kind of the run stuffer last year. Had a nice week with number 11. And Sam Hubbard, uh, he had a nice week. He didn't get the explosion he had in week one. Uh, but still was good enough for DE1 numbers here. Um, so the top was very top-heavy, and the rest was kind of bleh. I mean, aside from Melvin Ingram. Um, so, yeah, yeah this I is have, the... I have Melvin Ingram pretty high this week in my rankings, along with Bosa, just because they're playing Houston. Mm, yeah. And... Yeah, we... I don't want to say we stopped doing weekly rankings. I ran out of t- I don't have the time to sit down and do them every week. Dude, we it's kind hard. of our dynasty rankings. Yeah, I saw. I, I know I you're doing them. And- I had to get up. At, I get up. I had to get up at five o'clock this morning to get them sorted out because I, mean, I have two kids. So it's like, yeah. uh, and they're pretty. You know, this is just for fun. You know, for me, a hobby. You know, it's something yeah. I put a lot of time and effort into. But it's like I got to carve that time out. You know, so. I, you do. I don't and, take my rankings super deep, but I try to put up who I think is going to do good every week, and people seem to like it, you know, and it's fun to put out there and have conversations with people about, you yeah. know, what they think, what they like, what they don't like, you know. Absolutely, and that's part of it is just, you know, and, and I've relegated to, I'll just do, like, we have a Slack channel for, for mm-hmm. DFF for members that join uh, the website. Um, I'm just kind of thrown out there like an hour before game time, an hour and a half before game time, you know, toss me any start set questions you have. Because uh, mm-hmm. weekly rankings, uh, me and Daryl would sit there and agonize over them. And John, who used to work at the site with us, um, we used to sit there and like, you know, I'd be like, get the rankings by 8 o'clock on like Tuesday night. It's hard. Sitting down to do them every week, it's like, okay, this guy's, you know, he hasn't done anything in a while. He's got a good matchup. Where do I put him? And when you're trying to, like, match up, you know, mm-hmm. Early guys, in the season, too. Early in the season. And, you know, then bye weeks would really be fun because you'd add in guys. You'd take away guys. And then the following week, you'd kind of forget about them because, oh, yeah, you got to put them back in. So. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble ranking Deion Jones this week. I um, I'm pro- I haven't put out my linebacker rankings yet. I put out my safety and D line rankings today on Twitter, yeah. and people were like, "Oh, I can't wait for your deal or your linebacker rankings." And I was like, "I'm terrified to put these out because one, C.J. Mosley, I still don't know if he's playing, and two, it's yeah. like I have Deion Jones. Not, I mean, people will say I've buried him, but he's not <laughs> even in my top. He's not in my top fifteen. He still made the top 24, but I mean, I haven't seen it yet this year. And I've seen yeah. it from other guys. And some guys are even playing, you know, second fiddle to studs. And they're still just, I feel more comfortable with them, you know. I'm I still know, rolling I, Deion Jones oh, out you everywhere have, I own him. You have, yeah, you you have, have a wealth of guys. And the other thing, too, in fantasy, which drives me nuts, is I wish there was some sort of app you could get for your phone where it would take away the projections. So you just see yeah. a, a name. And then you would really kind of see, like, you know, what you really feel, you know, based on what you think. It's crazy, like, 
in leagues where guys will be, you know, you'll have a guy, you're like, this guy's my guy this week. And then, you know, all the things get updated and some guy on your bench is out, he's going to score outscore him three points by their projections. And then you just agonize over it. Well, the one thing about projections that you also have to notice is that uh, there are some free agents and guys who retired that are still getting projections. Mm-hmm. So Chris, it, Chris Long was projected to score six points this week. That's nice. So it, like it, Chris it, Long might get six points in Madden, but <laughs> but it's so hard, like for our brains to just shut that off, you know? Because I mean, it's another variable, and you know, in your decision making, it process, is, and it's right there. It's maybe my tie-breaking variable yeah it can be it, it can made me... be it can yeah. make you know when i mean i'm i'm setting like 50 lineups so yeah and when you're doing that you know there's you prioritize it's like these lineups really really matter and then these ones i just need to make sure i don't have anyone that's hurt playing you know yeah. basically my home league that i you know have to deal with my friends on a daily basis that's the league i need to win yeah, exactly. Or you're gonna and get, and that's the league I need to win. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I, I love everybody on Twitter and all of my league mates and in all my different leagues. If I lose to somebody that I talk to on Twitter, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. If, if I, I lose to the guy that I got to go hang out with, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, drink some cold beverages with, and you know, bust stones with, it's a little harder to take. Yeah, which is why I've tried to start like like I do like sleepers taunt app thing that the taunt because yeah, I fine. don't I'm not really a trash talker but I feel like it's there so I should say something so and it's fun to like get a little message from somebody you're like oh somebody's talking crap I'm like this is fun yeah, yeah. and um, little aside uh, shout out to uh, Bob's Three Toed Warriors uh, he does an awesome video. And I'm going to try to record one for my own home league here this week. Uh, he does a, a video recapping the week before and, and previewing the following week uh, for our Vampire League that we're doing. Yeah, I've been seeing those videos, but I haven't watched them yet, full disclosure. You, you need I, to watch them. I know, and I it's on my it's on my list of things to do. Trust me, there's just so many things, so many leagues yeah. I'm in, so many messages yeah, I, but I saw the one he put in there today, and I'm gonna definitely go back and check that out. It, it's pretty awesome, and, and you've inspired me, Bob, to, uh, to to make one for my home league and just roast everybody. <laughs> nice. Although the people in that league need to name their teams. Yeah, uh, you was... and Daryl keep saying that in the group chat. Because <laughs> I mean, Bob's work, working hard here in, in the, these videos, and he's going, you know, like Team Three versus Team Five, and it's like seriously, you guys. Like Dude. he asked you to name your team like three weeks ago. I um, honestly kind of forgot because on Sleeper, black. on Sleeper, when you're drafting, your username's at the top. So I'm just like, oh, that's mm-hmm. my team name, sure. Yep, you got to set your team name separately. Yeah, so that's a pain. So we're running out of time, so we're going to get through the linebackers here. Let's do it. Uh, Jamie Collins was number one, helped by that pick six. Jamie Collins has found new life with the hoodie. Yeah, he only played 56% of snaps. The touchdown and the two interceptions seem um, rather uh, fortuitous. Yeah, he didn't have a bad week one either. I mean – 
True, true. He could do worse. He Numbers don't lie. Do I would be trading him on those merits, personally. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely try to trade him high, because he is... League mate. He's there. Very long in the tooth. Yep. Uh, Luke Keekley was second. He is a beast. We yeah, don't need to monster. say any more about that. Joe Schobert, uh, proving me wrong week after week. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I, I still just am hesitant to buy into him, still. I mean, he's done it for two seasons plus two weeks for the most part mm-hmm. without injury weeks, but yeah, just still not buying it. Uh, Zach Cunningham had a nice bounce back week. Shaq Barrett, who is a bunch of people, added him this week, and I just kind of laughed. Yeah, have fun. Have fun with that one. Don't pick him up, please, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, Whitney Merciless is a guy I would pick up because he basically is playing the Jadavian Clowney role. And the J.J. Watt role right now. And, yeah, well, just being the only pass rush that Houston can probably get right yeah. now. Um, he's had two back-to-back good weeks, and I would look for that to continue, honestly. Um, they they don't really yep. have anybody else to rush. They're yeah, I agree. getting double, triple get teamed, I guess. And, the attention from the best guys, so. Yeah. Uh, Blake Martinez, another solid week. Uh, Darius Leonard, another solid week. Roquan Smith, another solid week. Danny Trevathan, another there is a guy I have ahead of Deion Jones this week that I will probably get hell for. Probably. And the one thing people need to realize is Trevathan was a an LB2 last year. Yeah, and on the on the cusp of an LB1. Yeah, and, you know, Roquan gets all the shine, and Khalil Mack even gets all the shine. And but he's out there, and he's a, le- he's a he's, team leader. If you watch the games, he's a team leader. Yeah, and, and the Bears can sustain – two linebackers and Cleo Mack as that low third. So he's not really mm-hmm. one of your elite guys. I mean, he uh, has he those elite weeks. weeks. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Trevathan and Roquan. Start them every coin. week. Yeah, start them every week. If you have both of them, you're yeah. starting both. And- They're one of those tandems where I feel comfortable with both as an LB one or two probably. There's a couple of them in the league that are nice right now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's – there's a good handful because there's even some teams where you can start three like the Bears. Like we were talking about the Broncos. There's three guys you can start with Bradley yeah. Chubb and um, yep. and Von Miller and whoever's inside, really. Get them um, up. Yeah. TJ Watt was number 11. He uh, had a nice week. Um, he's so boom bust. I don't have him anywhere. <laughs> I have him in a couple of spots, but it it's hard to – play him because it's yeah. it's hard and easy i love him but you know he's an outside linebacker but he's playing like 90 percent of snaps so and he wears the dot um yeah that, that, I, that makes I, it a little easier but still yeah. his production when he booms though he can win you a week and Absolutely. you know a guy like danny trevathan probably isn't going to win you a week so it's yeah. he's he's a guy to you know, if you go a little bit deeper and you need an upside play, he's worth putting in your lineup. Yeah, and the thing about him is, if you own him, you're rolling him out there. Because yeah. if you don't, then you're yeah. going to kick yourself when he gets four sacks in a game. So, I mean, yeah. I just choose not to own him, and I don't have that problem. So, yeah. Uh, he's not. He's a guy I would definitely. If I had him, I'd play him every week because you have to. 
Uh, Jordan Hicks came in 12th. He is sucking up the tackles. Yeah, he's on fire this year. So uh, cross your fingers that he stays healthy and he's a good asset for you. Yeah. Because um, that's been his biggest issue is health. Mm-hmm. Um, conspicuous by absence, uh, Corey Littleton, uh, by the way. Uh, so, somebody on Twitter was giving me a little bit of stuff about uh, me hating on Corey Littleton. And what do you do? What's that? Uh, he was like 26th. Yeah. Still play. Um, I called Corey Littleton my bust for the, the season because every really? I think everybody. Well, and I explained it. Everybody drafts him as a top 10 linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's not going to finish the top 10 linebacker is my case that I'm making. We'll see. He's he had a nice week one. Him is he's a really good coverage linebacker. He's always getting these extra points with these pass defenses, mm-hmm. and he caught that interception. Like, like I guess it was last. Yeah. And you know, I mean, he just kind of he's playing 100 percent of snaps. Um, you know, and there's not really anyone else there. That you know, I I see what you're saying. Like I can, I never said yeah. don't own him and don't yeah. draft him. Just don't draft him in the top ten linebacker because yeah, there's in other my guys opinion, he's not. There's other to... guys I'd rather have. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he did not start his first year. Yeah, nobody was there, by the way, blocking him. I mean, Mark Barron was blocking him from playing mm-hmm. time. So when Mark Barron is blocking you from playing time, you're not an elite player. Yeah, you can't yeah. beat him out. Yeah, you can't beat out Mark Barron. I mean, come on. So, well, apparently Devin Bush couldn't beat him out week one. So, what's that? What's well, that, that just is? goes to show you how stupid Pittsburgh is. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, they're not. They're not really uh, doing. I don't like the Steelers. Right I, you know, I don't like about thirty-one teams. Actually, I like two teams. This about. Oh, I'm a Steelers uh, fan and a Chiefs fan <laughs> and a Rams fan. Those are like my three kind of home teams. Yeah. If you can have three home teams, people give me shit like, oh, la, 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 you're a Fairweather fan. I'm like, I can like more than one team. Like, get off yeah. my back. My, my buddy is a, a two-team guy, and I I give him crap all the time because he's always – You see, have twice, the, twice as many chances of winning the Super Bowl every year. It's great. <laughs> you do, but yeah, I don't know. When it comes down to it, you got to have one that's yeah. your guy. Well, as so. the season wears on, you know, you kind of chisel out who's actually going places, and you kind of get, okay – <laughs> oh man I've we'll leave that at that uh, at corner Vernon Hargraves is getting picked on a lot and getting a lot of tackles he's number one yeah he was uh, high up there last week too here's a guy who is a good shutdown corner that showed up on the stat sheet this week with his pick six Stephon Gilmore um, the lesson learned here is roll out any defensive player you have against the Dolphins because they're just awful yeah, they're just going to hand the ball to the, the defense or your guy. Fitzmagic magic will definitely. Uh, Bashad Breland, who's one of my favorite uh, IDP targets, he's kind of bad at coverage, so he lets up a lot of stuff and he gets a lot of tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, was number three, Brandon Carr from Baltimore's <laughs> number four. Um, he's kind of he had a. Week one, I guess they were playing the Dolphins. That's why nothing happened. Uh, but week two had a nice game. They got the Chiefs this week, so that's definitely somebody to target because a lot of tackle opportunities there, possibly. I wouldn't take him for a long time, but definitely somebody to check out this week. 
Uh, Javarius Ward from the Chiefs. Uh, two solid weeks back-to-back, so maybe not a name to keep an eye on if you're streaming corners. Uh, Byron Jones back kind of healthy, uh, had a nice game. Levi Wallace, the guy opposite of Tredavious White. He's a guy I'm targeting, I'm picking up to stream because if you play against Tredavious White, you're probably getting all the looks. Uh, Kyle Fuller from Chicago. He's uh, The Fullers are good to have, too. Yeah, they're both very uh, capable IDP commodities. I'll take a Fuller. In fact, the, the other Fuller was number nine, Kendall Fuller. So I'll take a Fuller. I'll take anybody across from Pat Peterson. I'll take anybody across from Tredavious White at this point. <laughs> uh, Carlton Davis uh, was abused in that game by DJ Moore, I believe. Uh, he was 10th. Darius Slay, 11th big play. Slay had a big play. Go figure. And uh, the aforementioned Tredavious White was 12th guy on the list. Uh, I don't like talking about corners, so do you have anything to add? No, I have nothing to add. I have bad corners in my leagues, and I am not very well versed in them. Yeah. Um, you know what? What can you do? I mean, they're so they're like a uh, defensive line. They just they boom or they bust, and you just want to get a high snap guy and hope for the best. You know, hope he gets a good matchup against a crappy uh, quarterback. So before we we go on to safeties, uh, there is a guy who you might want to pick up because Adrian Phillips is out for the season or season, I believe, for the broken four. Yeah, it seems that way. And. Um, I've promised that we'd play this clip at least once a show from now on. <laughs> Ray Sean Jenkins. Nice. Uh, he's probably going to be a uh, safety in that Los Angeles, San Diego Chargers of Anaheim at Carson City uh, team. So he's not on this list. I looked ahead of time, but I had to play the clip because it's just mm-hmm. now. It's all good. Part of our, part of our, part of the brand. show. Yeah. Part of our brand now is is bringing <laughs> that clip back. Um, hey, but, wow, it's hot right now. Apparently, it's big on Twitch. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not a Twitch streamer, but I was talking to a guy yesterday. He said, "Wow is Wow's back in a big way." <laughs> I you know I heard the fantasy footballers talking about it. I had never played it. I just heard the. I love the the, the oh, sound yeah, the, clip yeah. and the video and stuff. Legend, internet and, legend. Yeah. Yeah, Leroy Jenkins. Uh, but anyway, safeties. Rounding out the safeties, and then we'll get you out of here. Uh, Monte Nicholson was number one. Not Dang. buying it. I didn't realize he was number one. I put him in my rankings last week, kind of um, not like as like a, a last-second thing, but I was just looking at him. I was like, man, I think he's – I just had a feeling in, for some reason, and he came through for me. I didn't realize he was number one. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean he's he's had. I mean, week one wasn't terrible. Week no, two, I, yeah. And he's and the, the thing with them is, you know, it's just they're linebackers. I mean, they're they're questionable guys. So yeah. you know, kind of look for guys that maybe have stuff bleed through to them. Yeah, and I think Land bleed through. I mean, Buda Baker was number two. Buda's my boy. I yeah, start, I love Buda Baker. He's, I'm big on Buda Baker too. I I know the him everywhere. A lot of people wanted to yeah. hate on him oh, this dude, they did. off it season, was, and it I'm was like, like a hot thing to do. Why? It doesn't matter if he plays free safety. Yeah, he or is a corner or whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. He's one of those guys where it's like he's 
he's that good you know i mean he's yeah. everywhere he's and he you know he just he's everywhere and he gets hella tackles and he's a playmaker he yeah. plays 100 percent of snaps there's no other safety i mean dj swearinger i don't care he hasn't he hasn't boomed yet for us i mean he's supposed to be playing strong safety what's he doing you know yeah i he, want the talent i've loved him since he came out like i drafted him everywhere He's yeah. been on my rosters. He's never moved You're off my trading. rosters. I, I did a... trade. I did trade him in one league, and I regret Ooh, that trade every day. I bet. Life, but... Every roster I have him on, I look at it. I'm, I just like get this warm, fuzzy feeling. I'm like, oh yeah, I have Buddha Baker. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's an easy because you click him every. And he was so much cheaper time. than your Derwin James and your Jamal Adams, you know, or even your John Johnsons, you know. I mean, he was one of the cheaper options this year in drafts for whatever reason because the you know the Twitter hate was real. Yeah, and I'm glad to just have him everywhere. Um, number three was Landon Collins. Um, Beast mode. They, well, they they played the Cowboys and they're they're not the Redskins aren't very good. So if they're playing an elite team, and oh, let's they're gonna be out there a lot. I, I hate to call the Cowboys elite. It hurts me. But um, yeah, they're I'm a good team. They're, they're a solid team, and they're putting up points left and right. Although they they had me scared there for a little while. I had I had them in a pool with the spread, and they had me scared for a little while because I'm like, just you should be pounding the Redskins yeah. on the ground by now. Yeah, they were toying around with them like a cat kind of toys with its you know yeah mouse you know. I know anyway, back on track. Terrell Edmonds uh, gets some Minka Fitzpatrick help. Uh, I don't see that affecting his production. He's actually been very productive this year. Yeah. Um, I think his snaps are up a little bit. Yeah, the other Edmonds brother. Well, he played pretty much 90% snaps last year. Nice. Um, so snaps have never been his issue. They kind of roll him out there. He's just kind of learning the position in the NFL, I think, this year more so. Yeah. Last sense. year was just throwing him into the fire. Once they realized, once they realized Burnett couldn't fit their scheme, which is stupid because Burnett is really good for Cleveland this year. But yeah. anyway, that's another conversation for another time. Justin Simmons was five, Eddie Jackson six, Harrison Smith just always there at seven. Uh, Keanu Neal bounced back a little bit with eight. Uh, Tracy Walker may be a thing. Uh, he was yeah. my waiver ad in week one and seems to be trending to continue that way. Uh, Sean Williams at 10. You mentioned him earlier. Darnell Savage. Just be careful with the injury yeah. this week. Uh, he had a nice game before he got injured, I guess. Uh, Jesse Bates at 12. There's Daryl's boy, Jesse Bates. Nice. It was, good to see the, it was good to see the Bengals safeties get back, get right this week. Yeah, they're both back in the top 12, which is where they lived last year. Mm-hmm. I think playing Seattle week one is probably why they didn't, because Seattle barely played offense in that game. Yeah, and Sam Hubbard was getting all the tackles. That's true. Uh, Ronnie Harrison, we mentioned him earlier in the show. He's just outside, as well as John Johnson the third. Uh, Minka didn't have that bad of a day either, so Pittsburgh could see two safeties up yeah, there. Yeah, they might have a tandem going up there yeah. for IDP. But uh, <clears throat> we're going to stop there. Uh, Daryl will be back with his Debbie Diamond next week. Um, Jordan, got anything you want to plug besides your Twitter account? Anything coming up on the horizon? 
Nah, I got a couple, I guess. Um, just follow me on Twitter, one, at Fifty Shades of Drunk. Um, I post for little rankings graphics up there every week for the upcoming week. You know, have a look, have a like, have a share, whatever you want to do. Um, I do a podcast with my buddy Jared Gray. We do one on Mondays for expandthebockscore.com. Um, it's, we just call the IDP 411. We just kind of go over what happened on Sunday and talk about Monday night's game. And then I have another show that I'm supposed to be doing with Full-Time Fantasy Podcast Network. Um, that's in the pipeline. Hopefully we get our episode out this week, our first one for them. Um, but that's called the IDP Hour, and we're going to kind of do what we did today, you know, break down last week, but mostly focus on the upcoming week. So if you want to, you know, listen to me talk, go check me out there. If not, you can listen, You can just read my rants on Twitter. And if you don't want to have anything to do with me, that's totally fine too. <laughs> And I'm yeah. really happy to come on and fill in for Daryl. Like I said, I listened to your guys' show. You guys were the first IDP podcast I found and like listened to, and I've you know stuck around with you guys. Awesome. I like your guys' uh, little tandem you got. You know, I like the I like the vibe. I like I love how you guys kind of razz on each other, and it, it's yeah. a good show. I was, I'm really happy to be on. Yeah, we try to make it something we we'd want to listen to. Like I actually do listen to our own show back most of the time, so it's good to hear that other people enjoy our banter because. Uh, if not, then we, we, I don't know. I need to fire Daryl, I guess. He keeps yeah. telling me I need to be fired. But Well, I thought this was uh, a job interview. <laughs> oh, it is. Just don't tell Daryl. Yeah. He won't listen. He'll, he'll be like, I'm not on this show. I'm pulling a Hollywood. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Hollywood. But, uh, but Hollywood, uh, hope you're good. He was stuck in traffic last time because uh, he was going to try to join us, but uh, he had uh, some stuff to attend to today. So. Uh, we thank you, Jordan, for coming on. Yep. Um, and we're going to play the outro music and get out of here. Week three. Yeah, looking forward to it. Go win some Go win some leagues, guys. Yeah, I only have seven weeks of my son's flag football to go, which is nice. killing me. I have to watch Red Zone on my phone on the oh. sideline. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I go to the games, obviously, to watch the game, but, you know, it it's the big day. I get it. I does mean, it, does it need to be Sunday? It does doesn't it have to be Sunday? <laughs> it should be Saturdays. Go Hawks. Go Seahawks. Go Chiefs. I'll, I'll say it for Daryl. Tighten up. Maybe they can get a win. We'll see. We'll see. Mariota might play. I don't know. We'll see. Good night now. Just a quick reminder that if you are interested in some DFS, fantasy football season is here, and we've partnered up with DraftKings to bring you the Factory Sports membership for free. All you have to do is go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and follow the instructions. That's right, you'll get our year-round content, exclusive membership-only access to the Factory Sports Slack channel, full access to our articles from every department, including IDP, and the other great features in our memberships, all for $20, which you can then enter into contest to potentially win more. So we're super excited to bring this you this deal. If you want to access it right away, go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and follow the instructions. Eligibility restrictions apply. New DraftKings users only. See DraftKings.com for details. <laughs>